0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is David Foster. Um, You're a host for the Good Life Podcast. Look, this is the last installment for um, this, this this series I've been doing. Five of the most successful people I know. I hope you've had a chance to listen to all of them. They've been great. We've had some great guests on. We uh, had uh, several of our good friends who have joined us here on the um, podcast. So this is the third installment. So make sure you go back and listen to all of them. So here we go. Basically what I'm doing, I'm calling, if you haven't listened to any of them, I'm calling random people. And I am asking them various questions about how they have maintained success or sustained success and overcome adversity. And so this is going to be my last Oh, let's see. now let's see one more time
1: Hello. Hey.
0: Oh. Hey. Hey. What's going on? So I got hey. you. I got you on a lot. Rec- I'm recording you for my podcast. Uh oh. <laughs> so it's a spont <laughs> spontaneous call.
1: Okay.
0: Early in the rising. I hear the birds in the background. Yeah. Nice
1: side so of nature. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what I'm doing is um, I'm calling five of the most successful people I know, and we're talking about things that have allowed them to be successful and overcome adversity. So um, let me just introduce you to everybody. Everybody. So this is Vieira Boyd. Um, she is a um, mother of three. Uh, she's a native native Memphian. Um, but well versed in numerous numerous um uh, fields and different talents and gifts. Uh, successfully landed a deal on Shark Tank, her and her two daughters, uh, with their company Angels and Tom Boys. And so, um Vera, so if you um, yourself, so you you you've been a single mother, um, raising kids in a time which you know is different than the time we grew up in. What do you think? One of the things that has attributed to you being able to uh, be successful as an entrepreneur.
1: Um, well, for starters, I'll start with mindset. Everything is about mindset for me. Uh, be it parenting, be it how I approach business, just life in general. Uh, my mind has to be right and healthy and in a certain place in order to be able to execute or fulfill the prophecy, which I know has been you know, set forth and destined for me. So everything is mindset. That's the
0: that's the only answer I, I have for you, which is the ultimate truth for me. Right. No. No. So yeah, I agree. So I mean, mindset is definitely very important. So, but what? Please. So what? What allows you to keep your mindset grounded with so many distractions, whether it be social media, whether it be negative people, uh, negative <laughs> esvi- events? What allows you to keep your mind uh, grounded?
1: Well that's it. I avoid it all i um <laughs> I don't spend much time on social media uh, if I do, I'm very intentional about it. I'm there just to um engage and you know let the world know about you know the things that I have going on because um where I am right now, everything that I touch has to be to to benefit and progress humanity, and so um I'm there to let them know. <laughs> that there is someone that has, you know, potentially answers to things they need, be it for their health or business. So I don't really um, do a lot of scrolling online because it is too much, you know, um, information that can be consumed that can drain the mental space. Um, Secondly, I'm very mindful about, you know, what I eat. I don't eat uh, a lot of processed foods or foods that are high in sugar contents. Um, I avoid you know sodas anything that could deteriorate the body and the mind i uh, I stay away from it. um believe it or not, the food directly impacts you know uh, how you think and your ability to think and think clearly. Um I don't consume, of course, as you know, um, animal products, and I've been that way for many, 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 many years, so I can talk to you from a place of me knowing what that looks like. When I did have a particular type of lifestyle, versus you know um, how I what I consume now, and how that does impact my ability to be able to jump up and go and get things done, and you know stay positive throughout the day and have enough energy to carry me throughout the day. Um, I don't really uh, dwell with a lot of people. I don't sit around and talk much about people. I prefer to talk about things. And uh, and ways to get things done, or new ideas, or you know, or new adventures, places I can go and do, and ways I can be more active. You know, I enjoy um, activity more so than I do just sitting around talking. So I also live a very active lifestyle. I work out. You know, I get out in nature. I ride my bicycle. <clears throat> I walk through the parks. I sit by the water. All of that helps you to maintain you know, um, a less crowded mental space so that you can uh, think and be open and you can also be open. For me, it it is a goal and it is very intentional for every single day for me to be able to hear God, period. Right, right. Period. With my children, I wake up very early before anyone else in the house rises. I'm up before anyone else is. I'm meeting the sun and I'm into myself and just spending time with myself and, of course, you know, just making that connection with with God. That sets my tone for my day. So majority of my days, I avoid a lot of drama, a lot of negativity. I'm, I'm very mindful about even my friends and who I spend time with if I do decide to hang out a bit. Again, I hang around people who are like me. So all of that is important. I teach these things to my children. I don't just teach them. I also, you know, I'm an example of it. I, I live it so that they will, you know, preferably follow in my footsteps so they can avoid some of the traps and the snares and just, you know, just the people or the things that can bring them down energetically or mentally.
0: Right. No, no, that's good. Yeah, I got, definitely got a couple good questions for you. Uh I'm gonna start with Okay. <laughs> just I mean no, just from what you just recently said. So I know you're a believer. I know you um uh, I know you raised in church. Um with your family, your mother, father, you know, you know, you guys are mm-hmm. definitely heavily involved in church. But also I know mm-hmm. that I know you are um a a person who is um you've you've been in a lot of different spaces. So you've been in Hollywood You've been in, um, you know, Atlanta, and I know you're a spiritual person. So, how do you, and and I know you have great like moral values, just from you know the discussions we've had. How do you keep yourself from going too far over to to the left, like you know a lot of people there um, in a lot of mysticism and spiritual things. How do you, how do you find a balance with that?
1: Well, um, see, I was raised to, and a lot of folks weren't, I was raised to operate through how, um, how I feel and how a person makes me feel or how a room or the environment makes me feel. Right. And so if you tap into intuition and in those, um, those strange or uncomfortable feelings that you have about people, and then for me too, I've always had the gift of vision. I've always been able to see. Um, even when people approach me, I can, I can see, I can, and I, it's very hard to explain, but I can see their agenda. You know, mm-hmm. I can see, you know, even the, the darkness on them or the light. And so when I, of course, utilize those gifts, because those are gifts, when I utilize the gift of, you know, just intuition or being able to feel, and then of course, having that good old common sense, right. you know, just got to right. have that common sense and listening how I've avoided a, a whole lot uh, absolutely um, if it doesn't if it didn't feel if it didn't feel good meaning that it was there to serve something uh, positive and of light you know when you're in those situations where there are going to be um, times where somebody is you know potentially doing something that's you know harmful or damaging or anything that does not um, promote or support the idea of anything good, or taking care of self or other people, it's very easy for me to identify that those are not spaces or things that I should be doing. Those are not things that I should be engaging in. Um, so I've always had to a very praying family. So some of this could definitely be the fact that, you know, maybe that my mom has kept me away from so many situations through prayer, but I've stayed so focused that I didn't have much time either. To get, you know, uh, pulled into these different spaces or places that I had no, you know, business being in Um, because I was always if it did not fall in line with me getting to where I needed to go. And it was always very clear where I needed to go. I don't need to be at your house to get to where I need to go. I don't need to be not not that way. At least I knew what type of route I wanted to take. I didn't need to be in certain spaces or places to get to where I wanted or needed to go. I knew that I needed to be somewhere working hard. I needed to be in a rehearsal, in a practice, studying, working on myself. Because wherever I wanted to get to, I knew it was going to be a lot of internal work. And it had much of nothing to do with um, me being in places that had absolutely nothing to do with where i want it to be and again when i will feel very uncomfortable because i've had some very close calls to be honest but i will list i could just feel it just doesn't feel right no i'm avoid that phone call or i hang the phone up you know and let them know why i can't come or can't participate because it just didn't feel right didn't sound right you know and then when you do begin to apply logic and you do think through things you'll know those things that are um you know, absolutely wicked. And I've never wanted anything bad enough, (laughs) you know, (laughs) thankfully that I felt the need to do any old thing. Like you just said, back to just having morals and values and being very certain about myself. I just knew those things, you know, were not uh, of God. And it did not take me doing that to get to where I needed to get through. And I've never had this huge desire for money. A lot of times people fall into these snares and 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 traps because their mind is on the money Mm -hmm. my mind has always just yeah it's just simply been on i enjoy doing this you know be at the arts i enjoy dance i enjoy acting you know in business i enjoy creating you know products and brands that's it so i stay focused on what i enjoy doing simply not trying to uh become you know extra famous and make you know tons and tons of money when you start applying those you know types of thoughts and ideas that's when you begin to do certain things that you think come with the territory in order for you to get there you know instead of letting God you know elevate you organically uh and again to me some of that is also ego you know and I'm not Mm. caught up in my ego there's many things that I do and have done you know as far as success quote-unquote um that I don't personally feel the need to have to go and, um, you know, notify the whole world, you know, Hey, look, this, this is what I've done. It's <laughs> in my heart. It's within. Yeah. Okay. For me, every single accomplishment and success, it is just the joy within, you know, I giggle, I'm excited about it, and I'm on and ready for the next thing. I don't even stop and, and spend the time to announce it to the entire world. So a lot of it has to do with, um, Again, what are those desires? Um, have you disconnected from your true purpose? Yeah. And when you disconnect from your true purpose, that's when you find yourself doing a whole lot of things that you, you know, you absolutely had no business doing. doing. And it, it, yeah, yeah. And then of course, when you when you do, you know, enjoy what you're doing, and you would like to, so okay, can i like to do this on a on a on a bigger scale. Absolutely, that would be great. However, if you if you don't have that. If you're, grounded, yeah. if you're not grounded, if you're not grounded, if you're not rooted, if you're not in touch with yourself, you know, truly, if you can't hear yourself, if you can't hear your own thoughts and in the inner wisdom, you know, it, it can get very dangerous. I, I've seen a lot of things. I have, you know, friends and some of those um Seats, and I mean, and they've gone through, I mean, that's, that's the thing for me too, David. I learned by observing other people. You know, I am an observer. I will watch and see what's happening and go, oh, okay, man, no, I'm not going to do that. And so I have a lot of people around me that I've just been able to look at them and see how situations um, have turned out for them, you know, because they made certain decisions. And that was enough for me to go, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to touch that, leave that alone.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. No, that's good. Yeah, you definitely, I think we all observe and and, and have know. the opportunity to make a choice. And then it comes down to, like I said, that foundation and being grounded and rooted. And if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're not properly rooted and grounded, you know, foundationally, you can find yourself in some situations that you definitely will regret. And so, mm-hmm. you know, with that being said, you know, like I said, we, you know, we've all made some mistakes and different things like that. Um, I I know that you say that you were raised to go based off your feeling, and so I you know I, I, you know we've spent a lot of time together. So I see you interacting with your children, and there's a relationship that you have with them that's that's you know beautiful. They're you know very unique. You know they're able to talk through and have conflict resolution. And so that's something that's missing in the world. What, what do you What do you say to that? Because a lot of our youth are unable to express themselves, and so they find themselves in, you know, situations where they're um, using, you know, heavily involved in drugs. They're alternative lifestyles, and some of them are falling into suicide. Um, but so what's What's some of the things that you? Practice, you know, as far as that with your kids, to help them to stay, you know, like you said, you know, operating, tr- you know, being true to themselves, being true to God, but still being able to be their own unique selves.
1: Yeah, well, the first thing you said is, um, we talk, and we do. I talk to my children uh, a lot, and I'm very transparent with them, um, and I share a lot of um, a lot of information with them. There's so many. You know, just teachable moments. And and I try to do it in a way where it does not seem like I am always teaching or preaching, but um, I do, you know, find ways to, you know, um, have these moments with them when things arise or I witness something that we can have a conversation around it. Uh, And I have, I've done so much with them from just since infancy (laughs) that with them being, you know, young adults now. I can kind of, you know, back up a little bit and just sit back and watch, um, you know, the fruit at this point. But the number one thing I did was talk to my girls and my of course, son to be still very young. I talked to my girls, one, and two, kept them very busy, very, Mm -hmm. very occupied. um, Mm -hmm. And and I exposed them to a lot of programs and projects um, to expand, you know, just their mindset. Uh, Number three. When I talk about of course, them taking care of themselves uh and that being you know their source and their you know connection to God, you know um that's a it's a reverence in their temples and why they should take care of their their minds and their bodies, so they're at a point where I don't have to do or say a whole lot because I've laid such a strong foundation in them as it relates to taking care of themselves, you know, taking care of your skin and your your body, your mind, your hair, and here are the things that you do to do that. And this is why it's important. You know, you got to give, you know, the why behind, you know, these things with children. A lot of times people think that you just tell a kid what to do or not to do and that's it. They don't feel the need. You know that kind of the old school. So I ain't gotta explain nothing. Yeah, you should. You should give the why behind these things. You should paint <laughs> the picture for them. Help them to connect the dots, you know? <clears throat> because they're trying to figure it out. So a lot of it is just um getting them to really be uh be comfortable with being who they are, and that really starts with understanding self and taking care of self. And we do that again by being mindful of what we consume they're mindful about nature even just having the conversations with them about why we're not aggressive you know with you know other beings be it you know animals or the plants or whatnot and you know i want them to be in touch and and sensitive not sensitive that they react to everything with you know a, a cry or overwhelming emotions but sensitive and compassionate and considerate of other people and I've always wanted to have um this is I'm telling you before I was even a mother, I knew the kind of children I wanted to have. And I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to have children that were considerate uh, mm-hmm. of other people and they watched how they carried themselves and um <clears throat> they were patient and calm and peaceful. Like I knew but I knew internally though that I also wanted them to, you know, have enough beast in them that they could not just survive, but thrive and also help other people. So help. So, yeah. you know, we're not talking yeah. about it from, you know, a weak standpoint, but the ability to, you know, move through life gracefully, but also, you know, um, have that fire within that when, you know, certain situations uh, approach, they can they can think, they can move, they can make, you know, decisions uh, on the spot thinking and you know critical thinking critical thinking was so huge for me that i honestly practiced those exercises with them when they were children right. uh, you know because for a few years i would take them out of um public school and homeschool them mm-hmm. and we would literally just focus some some weeks on just critical thinking yeah. and i would put them in these different situations we go outside i'll put them in situations and that's how would you respond how would you react you know so um As creative as I've gotten in in business, I'm that same, you know, level of creativity with my parenting. Um, I, I didn't just send my children off to be raised or influenced by somebody else. And that's something that parents really have to keep in mind. That, you know, if you have a child that, you know, say went to the nursery, they in somebody else's care, then they went to child care, you know, that somebody else's care, you know, external, outside of the home, away from you. And then you put them into um, a school setting and they they do this for many, 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 many years. And somebody else is influencing, you know, your child and, and teaching them and giving them their thoughts, ideas and perspectives well. Um, I knew for me, I had things that I wanted them to believe or know rather. And I had things I wanted them to experience or a way, a certain style when it did come to thinking and how do you, you know, um, move through certain things. But I knew that if I had to fight against what somebody else is putting inside of my child, Mm -hmm. then it was going to be very hard for me. (laughs) <laughs> to raise the type of kid that I wanted, you know, because I knew that that influence from somebody else was six, eight hours a day, you know, Monday through Friday. I'm going to be fighting against it. Right, right.
0: And yeah, so, that's a lot
1: yeah. of time. A lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a yeah. lot of time. That is. So I knew, and, and here, I'm telling you, with homeschool, even just being at home, we get up very early and we're interacting with one another before they even interact with anybody else. Right. They're interacting with, with me and with, you know, each other. And we're having conversations. And, again, we're sharing thoughts and ideas. But sometimes we're just existing. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so that way they can always hear my voice first. They can always hear my teachings first. Yeah. Even when they, you know, go off to college or living life, whatever it is they choose to do, they'll always be able to hear me because I invested so much time and energy and and information into them. And I I am so open to them receiving, you know, other ideas and, you know, um, concepts. However, I'm not afraid either because I know I've put so much in them. They're not going to go too far off of what I've taught them. But I'm okay with them becoming who they choose to become. And I'm confident in what I've done as a parent that, you know, I, I have no fear. I'm looking forward to them becoming you know um, these other versions of themselves that they will become now they do have a lot of friends and you know uh, playmates that spend a lot of time talking to me a lot of time and I I thank God that I am that parent or just that um that adult they can come to that even though their parents don't know their children are holding these conversations with me they can trust the information that I'm giving their child. And, you know, and I tease them all the time about, you know, that whole social media thing, you know, I said, man, sometimes I say, oh, if social media was around when I was younger, I probably would have had all type of skits and um, dance routines all over social media, you (laughs) know, it would have been such, so my thing, a camera in my face and me twirling and whatnot. Yeah, I would love that. However, I'm also glad because social media can be very dangerous and catty and petty and it has provoked uh, so many fights and fallouts and even what it does to them mentally and how they feel about their image. I mean, my goodness, some I, I tell them when they come around, you know, I'll confiscate a phone in a minute. He's, he's Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year olds, I would take a cell phone, <laughs> and they laugh. They're okay with well, it because when you come to Miss V House, we're talking to each other. We're gonna talk to each other. We're gonna hang out. We'll go outside in the backyard. <clears throat> you know, we're gonna have a good time with each other. The people who are right here in this space, right. but they have a lot of conversations with me about. I mean, you name it we've talked about it. I mean, you na- you name it, these children have talked to me about it. So I, it goes back to two, you know, and this is not to be uh, critical or uh, judgmental. This is a simple observation because again, I've spent so much time with my children. Um, was I, you know, I wasn't going to a nine to five, you know, uh, I was at home and uh, it was not necessarily a privilege. It wasn't like I was just I'm at home mom and you know and I was you know married to this bulky guy you know no this was a sacrifice I made because I knew I wanted to be right next to my children even having a business with my daughters it allowed me the opportunity to still work be right there next to them when you are focused on work and the children, again, are in the care of someone else for these many, many hours, there's very limited time to have conversations with them, mm-hmm. to find out what, you know, they're being exposed to, to get inside of their heads and, and to see what they're thinking, <clears throat> or just to share, right, or to just shield them, because some things they just simply shouldn't be exposed to. Uh-huh. You know, they, just, they should simply, they should know about it. And so uh, what's missing with a lot of these, you know, teenagers or you know, um, the school age children. It's just conversations and somebody talking to them and looking mm. over their shoulders. Because I, I look over shoulders and looking over their shoulder, and so the questions they ask me, I go, okay, it's, it's very apparent that these babies just simply aren't being talked to. Period. That's how right. it is, most
0: right. part. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. No. That's good. That's, that's good. And so, um, yeah. No, I appreciate everything. Um, so. This I guess let's end it with this, you know. With that in mind, you say you are definitely like um your you're a confidant, your sounding board for a lot of your 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 um da- your daughter's friends. What would like? So what would you say to a young mother who is, let's say, struggling and perhaps um, let's say she's a single mother, and she's struggling right now, perhaps maybe on the brink of giving up because we understand, you know, things get hard with two parents and, you know, with having just one parent and trying to raise, you know, children in this day and time, trying to raise them, right? You know, what would you say to encourage a young mother um, who may be in a situation like that? Well,
1: for starters, I I always tell people you have to if you're if you're struggling and having you know a really hard time, we can talk about of course the mental space all day long, but sometimes you simply need to restructure and you can just simplify things. Mm. Period. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to take the time to stop and just and redo things. You know, we'll get on this hamster wheel of life. And we'll stay on it, you know, and we'll continue to do the same things and then cry about it, you know, and holler, you know, "Whoa, it's me!" And and I've gotten to a point that I'm no longer sensitive about this, right? You know, where it used to be, oh, you know, what? I understand, well, life is going to get better. No, you're going to have to make life better. Right, you're going to have so- to get off of that hamster wheel. You're going to have to think about your lifestyle. What things can you let go of? What different decisions can you make? What plan do you need to put in place? So many times we just go, "Oh, life's going to get better for you." No. What plan can you put in place? <laughs> right. Pull yourself together. Yeah, no, no, no more, no more woe with me. Like we got to move past that. Right. Move past it. Right. Because there's something that you are doing or not doing. I'm being very honest with you. There is something that you are doing or not doing. And so you have to take a real deep um, look within self, restructure some things, get rid of some things, decide the pure basic necessities that you need to live or survive to create a healthy, wholesome. So that's where your attention should be too, making sure you're creating a healthy and wholesome atmosphere and environment for you and that child and right. And am telling you it just it goes just getting down to the bare minimum, the nitty gritty you gotta kind of get away from what society tells you you should have or should be doing. Yeah, you need this yeah, to be successful, yeah. you need to make sure you got this house, you got this car, right. and you know and, and that's what you're doing, you're about to go bananas because you're feeling like the only way to be. A great mom is if you have all of these things. No, the only way to be a great mom is for you and your child to be healthy. You need to be healthy mentally, physically, spiritually, period, point blank. All this other materialistic and extra stuff, you got to let it go. You just got to get to a point where you first get yourself together, get your child together. And when we go back to the top of this conversation, and we talk about how important it is for your mind to be clear and for you to get active or move a certain type of way. And one thing about children, and I know this for my children, just being a parent, children really, honestly, and this is why you got to watch the environments you put them in. You put them in environments where you have them around um, people who focus a lot on materialistic things. Yeah. And all of a sudden your kid, you know, was looking over like, okay, you know, what is that? You know, like, but when you put them in environments, it's totally focused on growth, yeah. self-growth, learning, You know, again, being active, watch the environment that you put the children in. And one thing about children, they can have just as much fun walking around a free park or going to the zoo on a free day as they would if you went to Disney World and spent a million dollars. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you understand with with children, it's about the time. So you've got to step away from all these Constructs and things that you think need to be in place in order for you to be a great parent. When your job is to make sure that you are just, you know, providing proper, you know, nourishments to that baby, period, point blank. And then you feel like you're into the point where you want to give up. We only want to give up because of the material things, because of yeah, the yeah, fighting. Right. right. Well, we That's quote
0: what unquote don't have.
1: Right. Right. What you don't and don't, what you do and don't have. So you got to. If you can remove all of that from your mind and focus on the real prize and the real gift, which is your child, I promise you, it will work out. You'll realize that you don't need as much as you think you need or have been led to believe that you need in order to be happy. Because one thing about it, your kid is not happy just because you have a certain type of house or a car your kid is more happy just because mom or dad is healthy and happy period Period. that's it
0: yeah yeah
1: that's all so you gotta you gotta revisit life you gotta check within your own self you gotta see what silly things am i doing where i feel like you know I'm, i'm trying to you know come off a certain type of way or keep up with a certain narrative or group but i just need to let it all go and just be the best you know mom mentally and physically that i can be to and for my children
0: no, that's so good. That's so good. So rich, because like you said, you can take your son, daughter, or both. You know, whatever you have in your household, you and you can just go on a walk. You know, you can just yes. walk, and that not only that's gonna you know benefit you guys on a physical level. That'll benefit you guys on an emotional and spiritual level. You can have yes. t- time to think. You have time to rearrange your thoughts. You can have time yes. to plan. And, and all of that can be done without money. I often yes. tell young fathers, I said, "You you make an excuse for not having time or money to spend with your your kid? You can go to McDonald's or Chick fil A, go to this playground, and you don't have to spend no money.
1: Yes, and your kid and they, would, your
0: kid would be in absolute heaven. Would be in heaven.
1: It yeah. Would be in heaven. It is it's the adults, not the children. Right. It's the adults." Children are very easy. Yeah. Very yeah. easy. We make it hard and complicated, and we layer on so many things. To, and think about it: the child don't even know about a name brand. They don't know about these, uh, these uh, you know, expensive right. clothes or shoes or whatnot. That's the adult. And for whatever reason, if you feel like the only way you can prove that you are a great parent is because your baby is walking around with you know, a certain name brand on, you've got some internal work to do. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's it. You got and the then issues.
1: it's going to be dangerous because now you're going to put, you're going to implant that into the child. So now the child begins to move through life thinking that they are only good enough or acceptable or uh great enough if they're wearing certain things. What? <laughs> right. No. No, that's
0: not it. No. Not no. It. Yeah. Been,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: We tell my kids that, you know... Yeah, we, we like to, you know, we like to dress nice and have shoes, but we tell them that, that clothes don't make you. You make the clothes.
1: You make the, you make clothes. the
0: clothes. And so it's the way yes. it's the way you're wearing it. It's your persona. It's your confidence. It's your swag. You know, yes. you, you have to be confident within yourself first and foremost. Yes. You know, yes. clothes and shoes, yes. whatever you have, that's just a bonus.
1: Yes. Yes. I I absolutely, I love nice things. Anybody who knows me knows. And I'm going to say something. I love unique things, right? right. So uh, I, I've always been the person, like, <clears throat> the more unique it is, oh, sign me up for it, right? Not necessarily because, right, it has a particular brand on it. But I just like... Unique objects, you know, it could be art, whatever it is, even down to the vehicle. I like my vehicle. People go, oh, you like, you know, certain brands because it's luxury. No, there's something about it. You know, it might (laughs) be how the detail is or the core. It's something about it that's, you know, quirky or unique to me as to why I want it. Right. And I go around collecting things because necessarily it's a brand. Now, here's the thing. Although I love nice things, unique things, and, you know, I do have some things here and there to get pretty expensive, but I'm never going to compromise or risk my peace for them. And that's the difference. Yeah. Never. I no. I agree. Mm-mm.
0: I agree. mm So, look, yeah, no, I appreciate it. This has been very good, very rich. Um, I got in touch with you. Well, we talk all the time, but... Every time mm-hmm. I try to do the spontaneous, I've been uh, I've been missing you the last couple of weeks.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so and
1: I've been talking to you the past couple of weeks yeah, and not yeah, knowing we, that
0: you were trying to get me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we talk yeah, pretty much every day, So, uh, no,
1: day. I've enjoyed it. It was yeah. great. And, and like now, as you said, you can hear me. I was literally outside. And that's just why I missed you when you called the first couple of times is I was away from my phone. And right, right. And I said, well, it's almost time for uh, everyone to start you know moving around i said let me just go back and make sure nobody's looking for me um but I, i'm outside i've been outside in nature now for um just a couple of hours and you know just out and i feel so good and i start my day like this and i'm telling you it's just i'm so high right now energetically and i feel so good just letting the wind and the air just breeze through me and on me and whatnot and hearing the birds and just <clears throat> the leaves, you know, bristling on the ground. So I feel really good out here. So my days start off like this. And then it comes all, you know, around right about, you know, lunchtime, it's when the world is all um shaking <laughs> up and commerce is going. So right. then I start rolling crawling around in commerce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, well yeah, but definitely been good talking with you. Uh everybody again, this is Viera board Um your website is dot com, right? That's it. Yeah, VeraVera.com. dot com, and of course, she has Tomboys dot com. You can connect with her mm-hmm. there, um, and just see what they have going on. But be on the lookout for a lot of new projects and uh, ventures that she is about to launch. But we've enjoyed it. We appreciate your time, and uh, I, you know, I'll be talking to you later on the day sometime.
1: All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening in today. I truly enjoyed this, David. Thank you.
0: All right. No problem. Thank you. Enjoyed you. All right. All right Have Barbara. a good day. You too. Bye-bye.